Yes, it's 10.03 and talk about uh, living life in the fast lane. Our next guest does that. Thoroughbred Racing is getting the biggest stake money boost we've seen with over 20 million more up for grabs at New Zealand galloping meetings next season. NZTR announced uh, the increases at their Caracas sales complex yesterday with 20.3 million extra to be paid out to owners, trainers and jockeys next season, which uh, represents an increase of 29, yes, 29% on this season. Uh, that could be further increased uh, by uh, clubs like Auckland Thoroughbred Racing adding even more to their stakes, which uh, there are plans to do from next season onwards when they get that beautiful new complex up and running. While stakes uh, will be increased at all levels, including your Friday afternoon synthetic maiden, uh, one of the headline items announced was a new $1 million four-year-old race on Karaka Million Night, open to all horses, not just those Caraca million eligible. That is tasty indeed. And uh, talk about life in the fast lane. I'm talking about Cameron George, of course. Uh, this morning he wears a couple of hats. Uh, first of all, the chairman of the NZTR board. Um, and uh, Cameron is with us now. G'day, mate. How are you going? Good, Smithy. And yourself? Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, I've got to say. Uh, it's bye week, so it's bye week for you, and uh, mentally we've just switched off a wee bit, but not with the news of these uh, extra stakes coming on board. How satisfying, uh, Cameron, for you, uh, being the chair of this board for a number of years, to find this extra money in challenging financial times? Yeah, you're right. It's just so rewarding for an industry that's... Um, that's endured a pretty tough few years for a number of reasons, but um, you know they've worked in a collaborative way to hang in there and and keep chipping away. And I'm talking about participants and clubs, and and now that we can reward them, given the uh, strategic partnership deal between Tad New Zealand and Nantane, uh, it's a real pleasure for our board and our our staff to work through the options that we have been and uh, presenting that yesterday to a a twenty million dollar uplift into you know next season, which is exciting for anyone involved in the industry so this uh this move this uh, first move is um you know you're only really officially launched your involvement with entain uh, as such uh, on the first of this month this is the first step we can see clearly coming from that merge yeah absolutely look you know the big key here is that we have guaranteed money for the next five years so year on year we understand what we're going to receive we understand that it's not discretionary, it's guaranteed. And it has allowed us over the last couple of months to set out a five-year plan with stakes and other uh, priorities. And um, we want to build the industry into something very, very special. Um, and this allows us to do that with certainty. And we've never had this before. So this is just the baseline. It's been lifted. Now we need a response from the industry in terms of participation and wagering. And the numbers can go up and up and up. And that's going to take everyone working hard and being professional, but I'm sure we will. Cameron Louie here, mate. Great to have you on the program this morning. And congratulations uh, for yesterday. And I know the team would have been busy over the last couple of weeks pulling it together. Uh, I guess the, the first question and, or, or potential query from a lot of people would be, can this be sustainable? You just laid out five years. You know exactly what you're going to get. What about a decade and then the decade after that? And and then I guess the, the bit, part to build off that is, is there a platform to go again and again and again? Well, we have a positive mindset, uh, Louis, so it's great to talk to you, mate. Um, yes, absolutely. It's sustainable. It's, it's where we need to go and where we want to go. 
But like every industry, you invest in it, um, you want to see a positive response from it. So we're investing in this industry to grow. We're investing in this industry to be dynamic, creative, innovative, and we've done so at the out, outset of yesterday's announcement by introducing a number of new initiatives to the industry to really trigger uh, growth in wagering because our partner in Entain, that's their business. If we can grow wagering, we can grow returns to the industry with certainty and um, we're looking forward to the next five years and beyond. Um, I can tell you what, the, the opportunity to work with these guys is a much brighter future than what we are looking at 12 months ago. So full credit to everyone that's been involved in creating this partnership because it's given the industry a real kickstart to a bright future. Look, I totally agree. I got a chance to sit down with Dean Shannon for a full hour, Cameron, and we interviewed him on SENZ, and uh, people got to know him. Look, the, the thing that struck me was this is a racing man, much like yourself. This is a racing man who's passionate about horses and the people that look after these horses, which I don't think we've been able to save for racing administration year on year for a, a long period of time. So that, at face value and at the heart of it, is outstanding. From New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing's point of view, are you happy and comfortable with the amount of input the TAB and now Entain has over the actual sport when it comes to, um, I guess, decision-making, regulations, that sort of thing? Yeah, look, it'll grow. Um, growing very much in the, in the early stages. They only took over on the 1st of June. So the relationship is already very transparent, uh, very strong, uh, very, you know, it's got a lot of innovation around it as well, our discussion. So... It's extremely exciting. You look at what Entain have done in Australia, one of the toughest, most competitive markets, and they've got market share, and they're growing year on year on year, and they're growing through innovation, through technology investment, and also through betting opportunities and wagering opportunities and the likes. And if we can bring that into our our uh, jurisdiction, mate, the size of our industry will scale up big time. And um, I know that we are the biggest fish in terms of the, the codes and what we bring to the table, and if we can accelerate some change and some investment like we had yesterday into our industry, I have no doubt from breeding to buying to selling uh, domestically and also racing domestically, we'll grow the pie big for us and, and we'll just keep going and going. So it's very exciting to get that right and then that then feeds out into a broader industry in terms of infrastructure and the like. So. Fast forward five to ten years, we've got big plans uh, with investment and with uh, exciting innovation. So the the initial windfall and the investment up front by uh, Entain is, is what has led us to yesterday's announcement. That's great. I asked Bruce a couple of weeks ago around that money and making sure the stakeholders can, you know got as much of it as possible. Now, I mentioned the RIB to him and... He did kind of give an answer that led me to think that there was a couple of questions that needed to be answered around the Racing Integrity Board's funding and how much they are costing. Is NZTR comfortable that it's being run at a reasonable cost? Oh, look, we're keeping a close eye on all costs. Um, and that's the, the TAB's job now, to act as a bit of a watchdog over cost uh, that they incur and have to pay on behalf of the codes. And let's talk about the RIB in this sense. Um, and we'll continue to consult with the RIB and and also the TAB around any funding that's applicable. The one thing we won't jeopardise is integrity. It's a key element to any sport, uh, and none greater than ours in the wagering market, and everyone encourages the best integrity practices. However, we want to make sure our spend is being directed and executed in the right manner to get those outcomes and not just um, sitting idle and 
Uh, we want to be a part of their strategic planning to make sure that our code is getting the best integrity services we can get, but within you know the appropriate cost levels. Yeah. So, uh, and and like I appreciate that it's not ultimately your call, Cam, uh, but. I guess, in essence, are you comfortable that they are cost-effective at the moment or are they costing too much? Oh, look, at this stage, um, there's no cost on integrity. What we've got to do is to make sure that when they wish to invest in the integrity unit is making sure that the investment is the right thing for our code and the racing industry as a whole. Uh, we've got to keep abreast of that. Uh, if we believe that the costs are inflated and the and the response to those costs aren't, you know, striking at the best outcomes for integrity in our industry, well, we've got to challenge those. So right now as it sits, we're having those discussions to make sure that the cost is the most appropriate cost levels for our industry uh, in terms of the service we, we, you know, we get. So we're always challenging everyone around their cost. Don't worry about that. Cameron, a really interesting announcement about uh, the next million or another new, uh, million dollar race at uh, Auckland. First of all, how confident are you uh, about the, the progress and the development of uh, the Auckland uh, Racing Club as such and their new facility? And tell us a wee bit more about how this million dollar race came about, this new one. Yeah, look, firstly, in terms of Auckland Racing, uh, they're doing a wonderful job led by Doug Alderslade and the likes. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're very visionary. So we're looking forward to the, the creation of um, their, their upgraded track and, and what they provide there in terms of facilities. So hopefully the weather plays its part and back sooner rather than later. Uh, in terms of the million-dollar investment in the open four-year-old race on Karaka Million Night, uh, it's a great initiative. Um, it's exciting for any horse in New Zealand or offshore to come and you know, race for a million dollars. Now, that will give us three $1 million races um, on the night over a six or seven race program. That's yet to be determined. But it is the best event in racing in New Zealand. It is our Everest, that, that race night. And um, we're going to continue to invest in that. It has international presence. It has a great wagering uh, response to it and um, it's exciting if you're racing on that evening to have a winner or two and um, being a part of it so that's the one we want to grow that's our grand final for mine and that's the one that puts us on the world stage so uh, we need to invest in it and this is only one step of what we're looking to do into the future Cameron, we're uh, only in the 16th of June, and as you said, it's uh, about two and a half weeks since uh, this actual new move with Entain began. When will the punter, the man in the street, the guy that uh, used to go into the betting shops, which are closing on a daily basis, uh, when are they going to see the impact for them from Entain what, uh, and the changes that possibly might come in? Yeah, good question, Smithy, and, and uh, we all, we're all great with patience, aren't we? Um, but, look... Uh, Listening to Dan, uh, Dean and, and his team, the one thing that I know is that they're going to create a lot of change, and I know that they're going to uh, put a lot of implement a lot of exciting initiatives in place. However, they only took over the the engine, so to speak, on the first of June. They've got to get their head under the bonnet, understand it, understand completely the New Zealand market. So when they do launch and launch big, um, there'll be no mistakes, and it'll be the best thing for our market and our punters. So. I, I assume it'll be, you know, early in the new year, I reckon there'll be a launch of something quite big here that'll see significant change in the betting landscape, um, which will be exciting. But to do it before then, I think they would be rushing it. They want to get it right so they never get anything wrong in the future, and that's something uh, I think is really important.
Yeah, bang on, Cam. And, and Dean mentioned that there'll be a secondary brand bought in. He, he cares about retail, but he wants to make experience the priority, and that comes with content. So it is exciting as far as what punters are going to get their hands on. Uh, just back to yesterday and, and what NZTR is prioritising. Obviously, sustainable revenue growth was a, a has been a key marker for you for a while in your tenure. I note that you say complete industry venue footprint and determination of surplus venues. Now... We've got a lot of assets. Does everybody get the picture that consolidation is probably the best way to go? It's got to happen. It has to happen. We've appointed Dean McKenzie uh, to oversee uh, that aspect alone, um, and he will undertake that over the next 18 months. We have a number a number of venues here that are, you know, potentially, um, you know, not in its best use in, in having two or three race days a year or or eight or nine race days a year. We're an industry that needs to change. This is a moment in time, this announcement yesterday, and we have to recorrect it and reset it moving forward. And, um, you know, we're going to make no apologies for that. We're going to do a, a very thorough process to ensure we have the best footprint to grow the industry to levels that's never been seen before for the future generations to enjoy. That's our responsibility to leave a legacy behind. We have to draw the line and start that process. Um, there's been a lot of talk about it for many, many years. Um, and if you know, if we can ever be remembered uh, for doing something, at least starting the process and getting it right, rather than talking about it. What I like about the, the new races, uh, and uh, they certainly are to be uh, excited about, is the fact that you've spread some of this around the country as well. It's just not going to be top heavy around Auckland. Um, for instance, a, a new mile race for 350k in April in Rickerton. Yeah, exactly. Um, Smithy, we've, we've invested heavily in the Southern Mile Series, which was a uh, came from our, our you know, innovation uh, fund, so to speak, when we had a business plan put together from the team down there. They did a great job. So we believe that they deserve to be rewarded. They've done a, a wonderful series down there. So that goes to $200,000 this year. Uh, as you touched on in autumn uh, at Rickerton, uh, there'll be a $350,000 race for horses that are trained on the South Island from the 31st of December. Um, and they've got to have had two starts on the South Island, so it increases racing participation and so on. And there's a $350,000 race there for them. Uh, likewise for the CD, Waikato and Auckland. So it's important the whole country benefited from this. And that's notwithstanding all the other increases across every category uh, that we race for all around New Zealand. So everyone gets a, a benefit of an uplift. But uh, those headline innovation races put together by a really cool working party with great racing minds with new conditions are exciting. Um, so everyone gets to enjoy it right across the board at all levels of racing. Awesome, Cam. Hey, uh, just finally for me on the, the racing side of things with that cap on, I'm just wondering how, how long you're going to wear it for. Uh, you've, as Smithy mentioned right at the start, it's uh, been a, a time of change and flux and financial uncertainty for a lot of industries and especially racing, and you've chaired this board for a few years now. Where do you see yourself as far as um, the board stands? Um, I love it. So much. I love trying to work with a, a board and management in the industry about <clears throat> implementing really positive change in the future. Not everyone's going to agree, but that's the nature of the role. Um, but look, I won't be there, I think, too much longer. Um, I think this is a really good decision. Uh, we've got a few little initiatives and, and other sort of outcomes we want to achieve over the next 12 months. So if there's someone else out there, I'm sure they'll put their hand up soon and more than happy to step aside and keep focusing on a bit of footy and trying to win a game of rugby league every now and then. 
Well, on that subject, let's put the uh, the other cap on, uh, which you're wearing, uh, wearing very proudly at the moment, uh, Cameron George. Um, but a lovely innovation in terms of uh, renaming Go Media Mount Smart Stadium for a very special person. Yeah, um, very sad circumstances around uh, a former warrior and Daniel Anderson, our coach. Um, you know, he's a special part of our history and will always be a part of our our future. And you know, we're thinking of him and his wife and kids. And um, we've got a part of a, a committee in Sydney um, that have been put together through a couple of clubs and ex-players to raise money for Daniel. And and um, this is something that we can do in New Zealand that's unique. Uh, to have Go Media give us that permission to do that is quite special. When we had the Daniel Anderson round in round 25, uh, we'll also donate. from every ticket that's sold at that event and we'll have a big charity event um, also on the night. So, um, you know, he's a special character. He's done some wonderful things here. We have a lot of ex-players that, you know, want to be a part of this event. So it's going to be huge. And if anyone wants to buy a ticket to the Manly game in, in August, they... You can do so knowing that $5 from every ticket will be donated to the Daniel Anderson Fund. Well, great to catch up with you, Cameron. Uh, wonderful initiatives yesterday. And, of course, the Warriors, even though in bye week, still engender so much uh, traffic on this station. It's uh, just been a wonderful time. So um, I, uh, I'd imagine you, you get a chance to sit back and just um, look at it and think, yeah, it's going pretty well in certain aspects. But uh, enjoy the rest of bye week as such. Uh, congratulations on yesterday's announcement. We look for more to come in that department too. Have a terrific weekend, man. Will do. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys.